welcome back everybody to a brand new episode of the movies and brews podcast where we talk movies and we drink some brews i'm jordan and streaming through the screen here is the red raccoon daniel hello hello so today we are talking the brand new pixar film turning red so sit back relax grab a drink and let's never repeat that part of our lives ever again nope i know <laughs> no thank you cheers cheers oh man this is strong i forgot the imperial stout i'm drinking this uh by sasquatch brewing their what's it called? monkey puzzle banana cream pie imperial stout what the fuck not a bad taste but man it's the imperialness of it i i don't know if i was in the mood for that actually i just i pulled it out i was like oh i've never talked about this one on the show so i'll try this and yeah i don't know if i'm in the mood for imperial right now but i mean it's not bad and definitely taste the banana flavor interesting interesting i just got a uh ninkasi stratoscope yum 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 in my tummy clean it's not rough like your beer it's just clean clean yeah clean 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 all right well let's get into some movie news here i know we got a couple of trailers that dropped us last week uh yeah which one do you want to talk about first what do we want to talk trailers first we gotta say goodbye to a certain marvel actor yeah thunderbolt ross william hurt died at 71 and apparently he died in portland in his house really i don't know he lived yeah, here i guess he lived in portland oregon didn't know that whoa yeah, but well, yeah, Thunderbolt Ross, William Hurt died at 71 this past Sunday. Yeah, I think I've only seen him in Marvel films. And I did see, uh, ah, shit, now of course I'm drawing a blank to it. Body I mean, Heat. I, I saw Body Heat back in the day. Okay. I mean, I, I looked through his filmography just a few minutes ago. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty much only seen him in Marvel. But I know he's known for more than that, but all, that's all I've ever actually seen him in personally. Well, it's too bad. Another good one gone. Yep. What else? Any new? I know we, uh, as far as new studio news, I know Warner Brothers has pushed back certain films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, but they pushed back The Flash. I know. Like, this year was supposed to be like DC's year. They were supposed to release like four movies The Batman, The Flash, Black Adam, and Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman 2, and now The Flash has got pushed back again. Well, didn't all the three, the remaining three coming out this year all get pushed back at some degree? Oh, I, I thought only it was only The Flash, but I guess... I think The Flash is the one that's for sure got pushed to next year. I don't know. I was like, nice. dang it, I really want to see Michael Keaton as Batman. Damn it. I know. But maybe, uh, I don't know if it's for reshoots or what they're doing. I don't know. That's pushback. Pushback is all I heard. So yeah, I don't know what the reason or cause was. Yeah, I don't know. And another news, local news, our Academy Theater has sadly gone to first run. So I think that's it for second run in Portland. Well, I think we still have the Hollywood Theater. They do some stuff. I don't know if that one counts as second run though. Yeah. They were playing the thing this weekend, so 
counts for something. Yep, Warner Bros. pushback Flash, Aquaman premiere dates. And they just say push back to 2023. Looks like Flash moved from November 4th to June 23rd. And Aquaman, and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom to March 17th of 2023 instead of in December of this year. Hmm. Well, bummer. And then Black Adam is still coming out this year. It got pushed back, looks like, to three months to October 21st, 2022. Yeah, no, I did not hear that all of them got pushed back again. That sucks. Yeah. At least we're still getting Morpheus this year. Yeah, yeah. Morbius. Morbius. I know. Ugh. And it's I don't want to watch that movie. Every but. trailer, I just like, nah, doesn't make me want to see it anymore. No, nope, it makes me want to see it less. Yeah. I'm just like, eh. Just feel like it I've is. seen what I want to well, see. Well, going back to Marvel, yes, we I think it was today or yesterday that they dropped the trailer for the Ms. Marvel tra- TV show. Coming yeah. Disney Plus. Um, I don't know. I, I read a little bit of her comics. I still don't know a ton about her character. I just know that, you know, she's Ms. Marvel. Kamala Kamala Khan. That's her name. Uh, I don't know. The trailer looked fine. It looked more like a teen comedy than a superhero movie, which I'm kind of like, okay. It looked very CW to me. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what to expect from it. I mean, I'll probably watch it. I got to get caught up on other Marvel shows first. But I'll, I mean, if I get caught up on everything else, I'll watch it just to stay caught up and give it a shot. But yeah, it looked very CW to me. Definitely like teenage prime demographic kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so, It could be fun, though. It could be fun. I don't know. The trailer like didn't blow me away, but I'm like, eh, it could be fun. It actually felt like more in vain with like turning red as far as the coming age movie almost. Yeah, changes. You got superpowers now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I, like I said, I don't have a lot of like history with the character, so it's more curious. Like I'm more, like I said, more than anything about new Marvel property. I'm excited to see new characters coming in, and see what they're going to do with different characters than the ones we've seen. So any new characters, I'm definitely still interested in checking out. And Moon Knight comes out in a few days, I think. Yeah, Moon Knight's the one I'm looking forward to seeing. So, yeah, I'm like, damn, that comes out. Yeah, March 30th. So it comes out the end of the month. That's cool. Pretty sweet. All right. And pretty excited for that. All right, Jordan. So, yeah, the Mar- that was a good trailer. You know, it's fine. We'll see what happens when it comes out. But yes, the big Disney trailer that came out this past week, we all know it. We finally got a trailer for the Kenobi tv series oh yes we did oh and man i was was so, a trailer so excited to see this drop i think we should watch it again daniel and All right, I, let's just just pause let's the parts what do you want to do you just just roll it and we can we'll, we'll talk definitely talk over it yeah but yeah the first thing that was like ah tatooine yet again obi-wan's got a camel now the fight is done same camels we see just, in a, just we hearing McGregor's voice again. Oh, so good. All right, love this right here. Seeing like Being a, a little Luke movie. Skywalker. Oh, chills, chills. 
something I was not expecting was seeing the Inquisitors come up. So excited to see live-action Inquisitors. Grand Inquisitor right there. Like Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion. Someone hanging. That just uh, leaves a trail. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? Sweet visual. I'm just so excited to see live action. Real quick, visitors. real quick. Han Solo? Look at that blaster. I, I don't think it's the Han Solo blaster. It looks a bit different. Oh, yeah. Dude. And also, I like that new star wars like disney plus yeah that was cool logo. but okay i i am so excited to see the inquisitors live action the jedi hunters yes. it's gonna now, be sweet explain for those of us who don't know who they are who they are well i mean <laughs> they are literally like me who hasn't watched clone wars or rebels yeah which... well or play Jedi Fallen Order. They're also in Jedi Fallen Order. You know. But no, the Jedi or the Inquisitors are essentially like Empire trained, force sensitive um kids. They essentially either like turn them, like after like some maybe some desperate survivors after Order 66, or most of them, they just like the Empire hunts them, hunts down force sensitive children, essentially indoctrinates them to hunting the Jedi for them. Because it's either do this or die. So they're kind of made to use their force abilities to hunt down the remaining Jedi that survived Order 66. Mm -hmm. And I love that line in there where they're just like, you know, the Jedi code is like an itch. They can't help themselves, which I love that because even in the Jedi Fallen Order game, you follow a surviving Jedi from Order 66. And he's literally just working at a junkyard and one of his buddies falls off. And he just ever so slightly like shoves him off to the side so he doesn't fall and die. But then they pick up on that. They're like, we saw that, you know, like it's like they try so hard, but like, yeah, when people are in need, the Jedi usually come out in like some small way. But you're like, I just love that you're like patience. Like they will reveal themselves eventually, which I think that's so cool. It's yeah. There's so many things I liked about that trailer. I mean, I'm just going to say it right now. That trailer was so much better than the entire Book of Boba Fett series. Minus maybe the solo Mando episode. That trailer alone just kicks so much ass. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I've I'm... watched it several times and I just, every time, I just, oh, I cannot wait to see what this series brings. Same. And again, Ian McGregor, last outing is Obi-Wan. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it says, I... it says limited series. Does that mean we're not going to get, there's not going to be any season two? It's just going to be whatever eight episodes, whatever they give us, and that's it. Well, I hope they pull out all the stops. Same. But that's what that means, though, right? By limited series? I think so, yeah. Okay. No season two or nothing. Okay. Ah, there's just so many good moments in that trailer. I mean, I just love the opening stuff of just him walking around with his Tatooine camel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think those are like the same camels or whatever they are that like they ride in. 
like the Gungans are riding in the prequel series, mm-hmm. the Phantom Menace. I think I they, they look the same to me. I don't remember if Looks they were. Similar. Yeah, been a while since I've seen that one. Which yeah. now I'm kind of thinking. Okay, so do we need to watch the prequel trilogy? Maybe Clone Wars, Rebels. Do we need to watch all that to kind of kind of know where Obi Wan is at this moment in time in the timeline? Or to I get mean, references. I don't think so. I mean, as long as like you know that he's in like he's at least stationed on Tatooine, kind of like watching over Luke as he grows up. But you know, we know that from the going original up and doing series, other stuff. and we know that from the prequel series. I don't know. I think like you have a vague timeline. Yeah, there's other informed stuff. Like you know who the Inquisitors are if you've watched the TV shows. You know, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be necessary, but it's just one of those things that if you've seen it, there's a there'll probably be deeper nods and appreciations to it because that's what Dave Filoni loves to do is put little Easter eggs in other, for other stuff that he's worked on, which mostly includes Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, as much as I do not want to watch more Jar Jar, I actually might go back for the first time in like 15 years and watch the sequels. Or excuse me, the prequel trilogy. It has been that long since I've seen the prequels. I just want to kind of like get hype for Ian McGregor again as Obi Wan. Yeah. And if there is going to be Hayden Christensen Vader involved, like there's rumored to be, then kind of want to. Yeah, I just want to kind of go back and see everything between them. Just get refreshed because it has been like 15 years since I've seen the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, well. I don't think I'll be a prequel trilogy apologist, but it'll be interesting. Like I said, if nothing else, in the prequel trilogy, we got our first glimpse of what lightsaber fighting should be. True. With the duel of fates, I mean, that's where we... <sighs> I mean, it's yeah, just... when that song rose up, you know, because I, lo- I love that, uh, what does he say? The battle is over, we lost. Or the fight is over, we lost. Yeah, kind of looking like downtimes at the moment, and then all of a sudden you just get the rise of the duel of fates, and I'm like, Whoa. I mean, that just instant goosebumps. I mean, well, I think that happens at the very end of um, Revenge of the Sith, where like he sends out a beacon that just says, "The Jedi Order has fallen, the Republic has fallen, the war is over, we lost," mm-hmm. and they do that at the very end of the Clone War series too. It's haunting. I cannot wait. Need to see some. So yeah, should I watch Clone Wars between now and then? <laughs> You're gonna try and squeeze in seven seasons. That's yeah, that's a lot. And plus, yeah, what? No one else comes out the same week. Season four, Stranger Things, which I really want to recap the first three seasons of that. So there's lots to watch and catch up on. But yeah, I, I, I think you'll be fine. But like, especially the season seven, it's mostly like the final four episodes. <laughs> that literally wrap up everything for the mm-hmm. series is some of the best stories I've ever seen. Right. Well, I should start watching those series anyway. They sound like they're amazing. I mean, Clone Wars is amazing. Like, it starts out very kiddy. It's around season four that you start seeing some serious shit. And that's the one you said some of the best Star Wars you've seen? Yeah. Especially, like I said, the, the ending, like, essentially the movie that ends the Clone Wars, which is the last four four episodes just kind of brings everything home and really wraps it into like star wars's like main canon of like the prequels or like okay. the prequels I watch the it. Oh. so many good yeah just good visuals i mean there's this like tokyo looking town that we see 
Yeah, very like I said, very cyberpunk feeling. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, so many good things. Well, yeah, only... this, this trailer was just perfect. It's just the right amount of stuff to get me excited. I don't need any more. I'm I'm ready. Bring only it on. A couple months left. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, because we mm-hmm. have two and a half months to go. But yeah, bring it on. I can't wait. But yeah, to get this and yeah. Season four of Stranger Things in the same week. Hell yeah. It's going to be a big week. Uh-huh. At least Kenobi. It's going to be a watch party week. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, it is. I know I have a friend that's got a baby due around the same week. I was like, how hilarious would that be if you're watching Obi-Wan? She's a huge Star Wars fan, too. Huge Star Wars fan. I'm like, how how great would it be if you're watching Obi-Wan 10 minutes ago in the episode? And all of a sudden, oh, like, we gotta go. Gotta go. Time to get to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will see. She's like, hold it in. Yeah. Just 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes. No, no, no. What's going to happen? Yeah. Can't wait. Good stuff. Awesome trailer. Yeah. Stoked. I mean, I was already excited. Just cool visuals, too, like seeing the what i'm assuming is the jedi hanging just in the middle of town possibly it's kind of haunting you see uh i i looked it up it's the same actor that played uncle owen at the end of revenge of the sith is back for uncle owen again oh that's cool i didn't know that yep same actor so lots to look forward to i I, yeah i can't wait for this excellent trailer that's all i'm gonna say Same, same. All right. Well, I guess we're going to get into our main movie on tap. That's right. Yeah, the only other thing I think I saw other movie-wise in the last week or so was I saw Licorice Pizza again, which I still recommend everybody. If you haven't checked it out yet, check it out. Again? Yep. Nice. I've I've read books. And And watched some South Park. And watched South Park. And anime. That's about it. And anime. (laughs) All right. Well, Let's get into our main movie on tap here and let's talk Turning Red. I'm Maylin Lee. I wear what I want, say what I want, 24 7, 365. I know, it's a lot. But I don't got time to mess around. Oh, about the hustle, am I right? Poor town. This is gonna be the best year ever. Nothing's gonna get in my way. Right. So, turning red, latest red. film. What? Oh, Daniel's. Daniel's gotta go take a shit real quick. I do not. <laughs> no. Okay, sorry. My phone was gonna die, so I needed to make sure to plug it in. <laughs> All right, so. Pixar's turning red, which at thir- which revolves around a thirteen-year-old girl named Meline. Is it Meline? 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 Yeah, I'm like, uh oh, Jordan's gonna have some trouble today. Shut up! I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, classic. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Meline. Meline, yeah. Anyway. Revolves around a 13-year-old girl named Maylin turns into who turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited. Yeah, you want to go first? What were what were your expectations going down? I mean, obviously it's Pixar. We're excited for it. 
I think this was on your top 10 most anticipated of the year, right? Uh, I think so. It's probably an honorable mention at the very least. For some reason, I thought you had this on your top 10. I might have. Let's see. But, you know, I mean, like, like I said, I'm always excited for new Pixar. Because like I said, even Pixar on their worst day is usually better than most other animated studios but also just regular disney also puts out solid movies sometimes even better than modern pixar movies sometimes i mean but they're all kind of i don't know it's hard to i mean like i liked like raya and the last dragon loved that one loved this one for different reasons you're you know like so i was i don't know like i said i'm always looking forward to the next pixar movie and honestly as of right now as much as i love older pixar movies like Toy Story, Bugs Life, you know, the older stuff, like those are classics and those are a huge part of my childhood. But at this point, I'm like, yeah, I, I would rather Pixar not ride off my nostalgia anymore and start and like, you know, start making new original movies. Which Definitely want more new original. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Coco was amazing. I like I said, I did really enjoy turning red. I think what was their other one? I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. But oh, oh Luca. Duh. Oh, Luca, yeah. You know, like, and I'm really glad that Pixar even announced that like we are focusing more on originals than sequels. And that's what I prefer. You know, Same especially with my nostalgia here. that I feel like they've cashed out. We got Incredibles 2, we got four Toy Stories, never got another Bugs Life, got a couple Monster Inc. movies, like and a TV show. Like, I'm ready for what's new. And honestly, I feel like, you know, it seems like newer pixars like the old guard has kind of like definitely started shuffling out and they're like putting in new injecting like new younger talent so i'm excited to see what pixar is going to come up with in the next five to ten years so that being said like i i was looking forward to this movie uh and honestly i sat down and watched it with shiloh last night we both had a good time and it kind of as much as they of I'm tired of Pixar writing my nostalgia. It takes place in 2002, you know, which is kind of my era. I mean, I was still a lot. I'm five. We're five years. Shalom and I did the math. I'm like, we're five years younger than this girl is. Like, she's 13 in 2002. We are five years younger than that in 2002. So not quite the exact same experience, but honestly, it was... And I was like, I remember Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Lauren being obsessed with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and Hanson. Like, oh, God, so much Hanson. Just do do Like, just obsessed. I remember when she, I think it was Kellogg's or something, sent in for a Hanson shirt. Eight months later, it finally showed up. <laughs> I, did, I don't remember that. I yeah, think I was, remember the shirt. Though. It was like she literally forgot about it because it took so freaking long to throw in the mail. Damn. <laughs> I remember doing stuff like that as a kid. But, you know, so I was really excited and also like kind of curious because a lo- I saw a lot of like discourse around this movie like before it came out about like you know little controversies people just having weird takes about it so i'm like okay well i know i'm probably gonna like it i like most animated movies especially by pixar 
I mean, I don't know about most, but I'm just a huge fan of animation. I just like seeing cool stories told. I don't want to see the same thing over and over. So I was excited for something different. Um, and, you know, I just, I, I enjoyed it. Shiloh and I both had a good time. Like we just, you know, remembered like, you know, we, not just Shiloh, both of us just sat there and just remembered, oh man, the awkward, like early puberty years of like being 13 and just. Daniel's like, I remember my first period. I I mean I don't because I never had a period. But Shala and I were just kind of looking at each other, just like um, like you said, I'm like, oh man, so awkward. Like, yeah, like some great things happen, you know, but also I'm like, I don't know one person that would ever really want to go through puberty again. It sucks. Right. I know, right? But I love okay. Well, that should be enough for my early thoughts. Early thoughts. All right. So Going in, I mean, I saw the trailer. Honestly, I just think this movie looked whatevs. Like, it didn't look like anything special Pixar was putting out. And it honestly looked, and after watching it, I confirmed, it really felt like just a regular Disney movie. It did not feel Pixar-y at all. I was glad to see them kind of go a different direction. Uh, just, you know, I, I'm just glad we didn't get another sequel. I'm glad we, it's not Ratatouille 2, Finding Nemo 3. I'm glad it's none of that. Cars 10. Glad we're not doing that, but yeah, overall, I, know, I sat down and watched this, and I, I guess I had an okay time. A lot of this movie for me was very cringe. I mean, cringe, and I think a lot of it was the characters in this. Her, her, and her friends just didn't do it for me, like, they just weren't that likable. Maybe the main character herself was fine. You know, I, I enjoyed out of her circle of friends, I think I liked her the best, but. Her, her, when she was with her friends, it, I just, I was annoyed more than anything else. Like, oh God, teenage girls, ugh, ugh, ugh. Just teenagers in general, but yeah. It's, Queens. Ugh, was just, I mean, and there are some funny parts, like the boy band stuff did crack me up. I, I thought that stuff was really funny. I thought, what, what were the t- four towns? I, their scenes made me laugh. But unfortunately, I think a lot, a lot of my laughter was more not stuff they wanted me to laugh at, but I was laughing more at ridiculousness of this movie more than mm-hmm. anything else. Overall, um, I guess I didn't have the greatest time watching it. I don't think this movie was terrible, but I don't think it was by any means anything great. You know, you're saying this as an almost 40-year-old guy. This movie wasn't aimed towards your demographic. Which is unfortunate, though, because Pixar generally is for the everybody, like all ages, like their stuff. I mean, whether we're telling us a story through toys, cars, dinosaurs, whatever, it's relatable to everybody, I feel like. Whereas this felt like it was very narrow toward a very specific audience. Very niche, if you will. Yeah. So, so with, with that said... I had an okay time, but not a great time. I still, you know, I still watched it to the very end. Um, and there, there are some parts that made me laugh. I, I liked, um, I liked the Asian culture stuff a lot. Like that was fun. I liked that. That was fine. Um, but and it, what would take place in Toronto, Canada, which was kind of cool to two to go to a different city like that too, as well. Yeah. But that was yeah, right, Toronto, right? Yeah, it was in Toronto, That's Toronto, right. okay. Canada. Yeah. And that was fine. I, I enjoyed all that, but I, I don't know. They just, they wanted me to, I just didn't care about these characters at all. Her, her friends, again, just annoyed the crap out of me, especially the little short one. Just, I wanted to slap her. She was so annoying. 
That's so funny. I mean, but it is funny because I'm like, you know, I, you know, like I said, like we're in two, like we, there's a lot of overlap for things that we like, but we are still, no matter what, 10 years apart, we're two completely different demographics, you know? And then we're also both boys, you know? And obviously I don't think you have to be a girl to enjoy this movie because I still enjoy it. You don't have to be a 13 year girl going through her period to enjoy the movie, I I admit, but there's still got to be more relatable facts, something for the whole family, if you will. And this, again, felt very, it felt like a very PG, PG PG-13 Big Mouth episode. If I had kids, I wouldn't want my six-year-old watching this. My teenager, fine, sure, whatever, but. I, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want kids watching this, like my little tiny ones. Why? Toy Story, fine, sure. Why wouldn't you want your little kid watching this? Because there's just a lot, a lot of just themes and things that just weren't cool. Like, I'm sure we all rebel against our parents and stuff like that at some point, but they made it sound like it's okay. Like, no matter what, do what you want to do. No matter, doesn't matter if your parents like it or not, just do it. Yeah, but that's kid stuff in general. <laughs> But that's still the message. It's always like, just kind of do what do they it. want to do eventually, anyway. And that's Don't you okay. remember that '70s show? Bob is like, sometimes you just kids realize you can't control them anymore. Shut right. up, Bob. <laughs> Shut up, Bob. I don't know. I thought the themes were fine. I mean, also because I was kind of an asshole little teenager kid who kind of did whatever the fuck he wanted. <laughs> Got in hey, well, trouble a lot too. Well, just saying, <laughs> fuck you, mom. Now look at my ass shaking your face. I mean, come on, really? That was cringe as hell. I don't know. I thought the movie was fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, uh, the, mo- the right. mom was one of my favorite characters. I was like, yes, someone trying to discipline their kids. Oh, but she was so bitchy. She was a Karen. She was disciplining her kid as parents should. Well, she took it too far, man. Like, okay, one of the hard, one of the most just like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Scenes in this whole movie was, you know, because like this girl like coming of age, you know, some like ogling over like older boys and stuff, you know, like we all had a crush on our older brother or like older brother's like friend or older, you know, sister. I don't know. Like, I'm <laughs> like, I think it's just like, yeah, just kids always like crush on like their siblings or you know older kids like older brothers or sisters you know I remember having like a few crushes on like my middle school friends like older sisters who were like in eighth grade that seemed like they were so much older than us (laughs) you know and I thought that stuff was funny like the clerk at the store but like when the when she like draws like little fantasy pictures like little anime pictures of them and then her mom finds them then like takes her to the convenience store so i mean like, it's over the top sure but it's oh that God. that scene was actually really funny to me dude i was just like oh man i would be fucking horrified and, like why would you well, do yeah. that why would you do that yeah you would be horrified oh like that was like oh no 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 don't do that to your kid <laughs> also I, be like don't always assume that your kid's the one that's not making the plans <laughs> Oh, that was, oh man, that was, I, I don't know what I would, I would have just curled up and died. I mean, she kind of just did that in the movie after that happened. She just curled up and kind of was like, holy fuck, well, I have to move. I can never see my friends again and I can never go back to school. Yeah. I don't know. I just, the movie, 90 minutes of horny teenagers was too much. I just didn't need that. 
well, it's not for everybody. I don't know. I like to, I don't necessarily, I, I guess I know that was a lot of people. Like I saw that like take a lot this weekend of people just like people loved it. People hated it. I mean, like you can just not like a movie. That's fine. You don't have to be feverishly opposed against or for you. No, just... but I'm also sick of the trope of like the dad just being some just like, hey, honey, what are you doing? Just super passive to the mother. I'm so sick of that trope. Yeah, I could see that. You, you uh, just, yeah, well, the dad doesn't really that, have. Like, it's not. This, it's so disrespectful. I mean, Homer Simpson, fine. I'll give a few passes, Peter Griffin, but I'm so sick of that trope. Dad just being fucking retards. I just, I hate it so much. I just, I can't stand it. Don't say that. Scrub, don't say the R word. I'm not PC, so who cares? No, I don't want to say it. Well, then don't say it. You live in a free country. Freedom of choice. Thanks. You know, you're panda your choice. Another cringe as fuck line. Okay. Well, yeah, the dad doesn't really do much. No, they never do. They're just there. That doesn't bother you at all? Not really. Why? Because it's... What do you mean, why? It's do you just want your movie. kids to see that as you as a dad someday? Is dad just this dumbass that just does whatever mom tells him to do? No, because that's not who I am or who I would be. But you, you, you're fine with that representation as men? I don't care. There's plenty of movies that show good dads. Plenty of movies that show good moms. <laughs> just because one doesn't explicitly cater to that specific i, I don't it's care not just one there's several like that now it's just a, it's a trope and there's a trope with just being a bad mom and having a great dad like it's fine barely <laughs> i don't feel prejudiced against anytime they need someone to be a just dumbass in a commercial nowadays it's always a male it's always a dad figure and the wife, oh, honey, you're, you're, what would you do without me? Yeah, they've been doing that for years on both sides. It's a trope that needs to die, is what it is. Dads deserve more respect than that. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, it happens on both sides, Jordan. It's whatever. Doesn't really bother me. I don't know. Like I said different strips for different folks i honestly i did enjoy it shawl and i found herself laughing like i don't know i liked her group of friends too i like that they were just a bunch of friends being you know nice and supportive of each other not a bunch of bit not a bunch of people who are just bitching at each other and being mean yeah, i mean it was fine seeing them come together as friends and i don't know they, i mean the boys the boy concert or whatever the uh or the uh four town Four town, but the uh, yeah, the four town stuff was funny, especially yeah. when they were like flying like angels. I don't know. There's there's some funny stuff there. Lots of production value. I know when they were flying like aliens, that was funny. Well, that totally took me back to when um, boy bands were huge too. So yeah, I remember our sister being totally into them. I was like, okay, this is pretty funny. I mean, they still. I don't know. I feel like the last big boy band. At least that I was aware of. I mean, like, I think like One Direction, like there was a little bit of resurgence with like, Wonder, like I yeah. feel like boy bands kind of died off for a little bit. And then like One Direction, 
like kind of brought it back but i don't even think i don't think one direction's around anymore i think they all just i know harry styles is like big but he's not in one direction anymore right you know so it's kind of weird like yeah i mean boy bands were huge for i mean it's a good throwback (laughs) yeah but i'm like yeah i guess like i think they're still around i mean like they still reference them in like bob's burgers and stuff well, they have Boys for Now as the Bob Burgers boy band that comes up in some episodes every once in a while. But I just, I, yeah, the boy band stuff was funny. I thought that was funny. You know, I just I, imagine, I forget, like, I, what is the name of the, the, there's one, the main, whatever the main song was actually had was kind of catchy too. <laughs> yeah, I guess the songs were written by Billie Eilish. Yeah, I saw that in um, the credits. You know, so I'm like, oh, that's why they're catchy. Um, no, I they just there. reminded me like, yeah, like like going to like like my generation, like you know, it'd be like going to a Hannah Montana concert. Well, I mean, that's not a boy band. It'd probably be like more like akin to Jonas Brothers. Like for that five-year age gap, would definitely be either Jonas Brothers or that would be me going to a Hannah Montana or like a Hillary Duff concert and be like, holy shit, Hillary Duff. Oh, I love Hillary Duff. You know, I never actually saw a Disney Channel artist ever, but I know Shiloh, I think, saw Hannah Montana. <laughs> you know, so I I thought that was funny. I that did that did crack me up. But I'm also like, damn, 2002, 800 dollars for four tickets. Like, that's a shitload of money. 200 each. Well, they were on the floor. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, would <laughs> when that happened, I'm like, would concert tickets still be 200 dollars in 2002? maybe i don't know I maybe for, to... for something like that right on the floor i mean if backstreet boys were coming to town floor standing on i would say yeah probably maybe i don't know like i said i wasn't going to big stadium i never even, like went to a real stadium show to like maybe a few years ago but yeah. i was i saw that in like 2002 200 bucks damn i wonder yeah but you're probably right nsync probably cost that much backstreet boys probably cost that much it's probably why none of our siblings ever went to them. Probably. <laughs> probably. I know, right? I know. God, crazy. I'm trying to. Th- All right. So, I mean, let me just, I know I sound like I'm just shitting on this movie. I mean, it's not a great movie, but yeah, it sounds like I'm just totally shitting on it. Uh, I'm trying to think positive. I mean, what's that? I said, it's not a movie for Jordan. No. And other people can like it. That's fine. But yeah, again, from Pixar, I would expect more. I mean, again, I was laughing more at how ridiculous stuff was than what should have been just funny. A lot of eye rolling going on. Well, I mean, like I said, I think that's fine. Like Shiloh and I had fun. We had a, a nice time watching it. Like, and then, you know, like from something we've talked about with like several other past Pixar movies, like just because Pixar set the bar so high so early on that is it a disappointment or like, is it is it bad that every new Pixar movie doesn't just blow you out of the water. You know? Like, well, let's see, what did they have? I mean, their last several, I mean, I feel like the last one that really, that blew me away was Luke, or not Luca. I mean, Luca was good, but I think it wasn't, like, I haven't been blown away by Pixar since Coco. Coco and Luca, yeah. Coco and Luca, yeah. You know, and it's just like, like you said, it's one of those weird things. Like if Pixar's like movie isn't completely groundbreaking, like 
does that make it a bad Pixar movie? And I think it's something that like gets no. But my problem is, is this was still towards a specific demographic, not necessarily oh everybody kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not just because it's a teenage girl going through puberty, starting her periods. It's still just it still felt like it was very centered towards teenagers, basically, as the prime audience to watch this. Whereas most Pixar's like a Toy Story is for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do get that take to a point. Like I said, I don't know. There's tons of movies. I don't know. Like I'm, I've had this conversation with a few people more recently, but I'm like, as long like every movie, and I know it's more Pixar movies usually are more widely accessible, and this one might be a little narrower. But I mean, as long as you know everybody can find a movie for them, every movie doesn't have to be for everybody. No, it that's doesn't. the way I look at it. And even, yeah, like there's lots of Disney movies. There's lots of Pixar movies. Like, and I think it's totally fine if you want to do like still a, like a more, like you said, a more specific take or like a more uh, more specific target audience, I guess. Like, I think you can still, a lot of people can still relate to this, even if they aren't in this specific target audience. But I get that it's not as wide as like, uh, well, actually Onward's kind of narrow too. Uh, Toy Story. The Incredibles, Coco. I mean, well, I don't know. Like I, mean, I, said, I, I get... like exploring new worlds. Like I said, going to Toronto was fun and Asian culture stuff and all that. That that was fun. I liked I liked exploring that. But yeah, I just did again. Like it's very the fuck you, mom. Here's my ass. Was just so cringe. Yeah. Well. Better luck. Well, I said better luck next year, but actually it's later this year when we get light year. Yeah, now that I'm looking forward to. No, me too. Me too. Yeah, I guess you could say not for me. Not for Jordan. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. Doesn't have to be for everybody, but moral of the story, kids, do what you want to do. Fuck your parents. That's the moral of the story, kids. That's what I did. Look at me now. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Um, I don't know. Like I said, kids do what they want to do. Eventually, they just kind of rebel a little bit. It's fine. 13. Fine. Hormones yeah. go crazy. I rebelled a little bit. I snuck into the Matrix. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> like, I lied to my parents and I went to a concert. I told them I was seeing Bugs Life, Toy Story 2 for the umpteenth time. I really went to The Matrix and Austin Powers 2. Jordan actually saw the South Park movie. True. In theaters. I, I still remember our grandma. Promise me you will not go see that South Park movie. Of course uh, not, Grandma. I'm a Christian. Promise I won't see it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw it. I mean, I rented it when I was a child, or Gavin probably had it. Yeah. Probably watched it with Gavin. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Jordan, what would you grade out turning red? Uh, Overall, probably C minus, because again, there's it's going towards a very narrow audience, very niche group, but it's still 
it had some fun to it as much as there's a lot of eye rolling in it it still has some fun to it and overall it's it's not a terrible movie by any means like i don't think it's terrible by any stretch but it still is not up to pixar high standards i mean this is not some toy story incredibles wally kind of stuff so yeah i'd say c minus and again this just felt like a very just average disney film like that they just put the pixar logo on it did not feel pixar-y at all to me but again like we talked about earlier i am i am glad that you know it's not cars 20 so yes. glad for that i don't need more car movies monsters Inc. i want more originality and yeah this this was good it, um you know i think we'll see we'll probably get another animated film by the same director she uh what was her name Demi she she's the director of that short uh do you remember that short uh bayo bayo yeah yeah remember that the, the dumpling boy yeah she directed that one so this nice. is her first like feature length animated film and i thought it was good and i like i like the different styles of animation in this too i did uh, like the more stylization of this one yeah i i did too i like that a lot i guess I, at the end of the day just the teenage girl stuff just got so old so quick for me it's okay, Jordan. I like said out of as almost 40, I'm like, I guess I'm almost 30 now, but I'm like, it's almost 40. I wouldn't expect you to want to watch an hour and a half of teenage girls. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I think that's still a perfectly reasonable take. Unless it's unless it's fast times Richmond high. Well, yeah, but that's also from a different generation that you can relate to more. Totally different. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> No, I know. It sounds like I'm completely hating on the movie. I'm not hating on it. I just, it's just whatevs. Yeah, it's just again C minus. It's not an F. It's not a D. It's C minus. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I enjoyed it overall. I think it's like a B, B plus for me. Like I said, like it's not. Again, it's it's so hard. So it's like middle Pixar for you, middle of the lane Pixar. Yeah, like I said, like it's. I, I still haven't really decided where I land on stuff like does Pixar need to blow me away every time I they used to every single time and then they stopped doing that for a while like I said the last time I was completely knocked off my like knocked on my ass like blown away was Coco so that movie I, think, was I think that's the same for me too because as much as I liked Luca but Toy Story 4 great movie overall but at the same it, time I always look at that as like good but didn't need to be made exactly i mean like i said like onward was good but also like i feel like that is my turning red like yeah it's about a coming of age like couple brothers like go on like a metal like you know like fantasy adventure i'm like going on a quest like i feel like for that one that one isn't for everybody but it's definitely for me (laughs) yeah you know so but but it didn't blow me away as good as that was it didn't blow me away i think you're right i think coco was the last one where i was like oh that movie is amazing yeah. Luca was good, really good too, though. I did like Luca. Yeah, so I know, like Luca was just a nice time. Yeah, no, just a nice, nice time. So, all right, I don't know. Like I said, B plus, like I enjoyed it. You know, like I said, Pixar usually still puts out better stuff than most other animated series. Besides, like Disney's just main branch, they're usually pretty comparable now. Yeah, and this is um, good too. I, I, you know, honestly, I like disagreeing on movies once in a while. You know. Yeah. I like uh, that. Honestly, I like it. It's better. It, yeah, gets it out of the mold of like, oh, that was amazing, or no, that sucked, and we're on the same page. Like, it's fun to disagree. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> I'm just, just more, me. <laughs> I'm more curious if, like, you know, as like 
Pixar, you know, like puts out like, you know, has younger, I mean, I say younger talent. I know she's younger than like some of the old guard at Pixar. I mean, born in 1987. How much, how old does that make her? <laughs> Who are we looking at? I'm looking at the director. She's oh, the born director. in 1987. Yeah, I mean, she's in her early 30s. Yeah, okay. So she's, yeah. So like I said, I'm more curious if like, is it is it is it gonna get a little narrow narrower get a little bit more niche as movies get put out maybe i feel like that's still not going to be like the main output of pixar but i think we're gonna see i mean okay yeah a niche here and there is fine i guess but but like i said 99 of pixar is accessible to just about everybody like i said i don't really like I said, I, I'm just more interested in new takes. Like I said, I'd rather I'd rather have some movies when I'm like, oh, they, they did something different there. I didn't really like well, it. Well, yeah, even if, it's a, even if it's a swing and miss, at least they tried something different. True. And at that time, I mean, light, I like light that's year just me is, getting older too. I'm just like, I'd rather see a swing and a miss than no swing at all. Exactly. As much as Lightyear looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, it's still based like a spinoff in the, in some senses, right? Yeah, I mean it's oh it's the real life like yeah. spaceman that the toy was based off of, which also like with like okay, well the toy looked like it came out in the '90s, so what the fuck happened to your technology? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but again, that feels like it's playing it safe. Whereas, yeah, this I'd rather yeah even if. It's a swing and hit for some, swing and miss for others, but at least it was a swing at something other yeah. than just another sequel. Yeah, and personally, I prefer that over sequelitis. I do as well. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I completely agree with that. I would much rather swing and miss than another this, another that, or yeah, play it so close. I mean, sadly, I think Marvel's falling in that line where it's just, let's play it safe. Right. I mean, like, as much as Marvel... But then again, fine. that's why I kind of want to give this Miss Marvel show a shot, because again, like, I made fun of it a little bit, calling it CW, but at least it looks different. Yeah, I mean, that's why I liked about, like, I think that's mostly what I liked most about, like, Loki and stuff like that, is, like, it was definitely MCU, but it was a lot different than things we'd seen before. Well, and you know? same, same so, with this Moonlight show coming out soon. Yeah. Very curious like said, about that. I'm, I'm interested to speak, especially, like, now, like, yeah, it definitely seems like the old guard is on its way out. We're going to get new, fresher talent. Like, I mean, she was 30, early 30s for this director. So I'm like, I'm, I think 34, mid 30s. Yeah. And it's always, it's always important. Like I said, I've continually found like very special things like cartoons and animations, like throughout my life, like made by, it's usually by the new young talent. And so I'm excited to see what Pixar and Disney are doing. Daniel's excited for the new generation of Coppola, Spielberg, yeah, Lucas. I mean, I know. They, it's they were, hey, got to remember, at one time, they were all rebels. Exactly. Like, they just kind of, like, you know, little radio rebel or not radio rebels. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. Like you said. And, but I think that's just also happens getting older. You just look stuff like, well, I don't really like this. Why can't they make more stuff like this stuff they made when I was growing up, you know? And it just changes. So I, like I said, I enjoy watching new things, especially since we do watch so many movies. 
I enjoy, like I said, even if everything doesn't hit 100% for me, I enjoy the new takes more than anything else because, or I could just go watch the same Marvel movie over, over and over again. So, yeah, well, that I get that. <laughs> got a little long-winded for our, our outro for Turning Red, but that's That's okay. all right, though. It's good stuff, though. Now, again, I, it's fun to disagree sometimes. I like that. Like I said, we got a 10-year generational gap between us. Yeah. It's going to actually come to play sometimes. Exactly. And again, like I was, I was having a fine time for a while, but at about halfway through it, I'm like, I think I've seen enough. I didn't turn it off. I will still stay to the end, but halfway through, I was like, okay, I've seen, I've seen what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Nice I will, so. I will say I liked the uh, momzilla at the end, destroying the boy band concert. <laughs> that, that, that had me laughing pretty good. Well, I did like that because they did mention that she's like, oh, her red panda was big. And I'm like, okay. And then you see I'm like, oh, we're talking Godzilla big. Godzilla big. <laughs> Damn. That, that part was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess that's it for... That is it red. for Turning Red. Daniel, where can they find us? They can find us online on movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. Um... I lost my train of thought. Let us know what you thought about Turning Red. Loved it, hated it. Feel like it's definitely going to be a nice split between like a little bit older, a little bit younger of like how that really goes. But yeah, knows? I think it's going to be more about people that liked it a lot and feel their thoughts. Yeah, I don't think. Well, really- I can see now that actually seeing it, I kind of see where because I, I mean, it's also Twitter, so everything just is polarizing when you read about it on Twitter. Because if it's got enough likes. It was a hot take, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I can definitely see where people were like, oh, I loved it or all, I hated it. I'm like, I get it, but for yeah, me, I don't, I'm know, like, I don't I'm not... know anybody and I didn't read any reviews of people that hated it, but it was either again, like praising it or eh. Yeah, so. Is, is mostly what I saw. I know. All righty. Like, oh. Well, thanks everybody for downloading the show. We appreciate it. And what are we back here next week with? Uh, I'm not sure. Are Nothing we on the velocity yet? Is that not out yet? That comes out on the 25th. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll be back next week yeah. with something. Yeah. Well, everybody, thanks for downloading the show. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you later. Cheers. Cheers. Boom, boom. Boom. <laughs>